the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Beginning this coming January 1st, 2022, Act 176, which is the South Carolina Business License Tax Standardization Act, will be requiring all of those cities, towns, and counties in South Carolina that have a business license tax to begin using a single payment due date and accept a standard business license application. What that means and what local governments should do to comply with these new requirements in state law is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. I am Russell Cox. I'm editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication. And today I am speaking with Caitlin Cothran, the Association's Manager for Collections Programs. Caitlin, thank you for joining us. Yeah, Russell, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me here. So standard due dates and applications, these are a couple of aspects of the overall standardization process for cities and towns to achieve compliance with Act 176. And the Municipal Association has the full list of steps to take listed out on its website, www.mase.se. Uh, you can find it by searching for standardization. We have a link to it on the front page as well. For these two aspects of the process that we're going to be talking about right now, um, Caitlin, can we start by talking about when the standard business license due date, as required by law, when that due date falls and uh, what can happen after that date? Yes. Yeah, so like you said, Act 176 outlines the it's the standard license period, which also means the due date and the beginning date. Now, one thing it doesn't mandate is the penalty date. So Act 176 specifically says the license will run May 1st through April 30th, mm -hmm. meaning that your licenses are good beginning May 1 and that they expire on April 30th. Now yeah. that's across the board. There's no, there's no changing that. Mm -hmm. One thing that it doesn't mandate though is penalties. So even though it expires April 30th, you can still start charging penalties on whatever date and in whatever amount you want. So the purpose of having this one due date to this April 30th date is to make sure that for the businesses doing business across different jurisdictions around the state, it's an easier process for them. Yeah. So the entire idea behind this really was to make things easier for businesses in South Carolina. Previously, due dates and penalty dates and I mean, things just kind of ran the gambit we had due dates in april and due dates in september and due dates in december and, you know it was mm -hmm. all over the place so the entire idea is by standardizing the period and the due date that we're making it easier and less complicated for businesses so in terms of cities and towns accepting the business license the tax information from the individual businesses there is another important part we want to cover here and that is the standard application for a business license. And again, this is part of the practices that cities and towns must be following by that January 1st, 2022 date. Can you tell us about the standard application? 
The first thing I want to say about the standard application is the law just states that you have to accept it. You know, there's been some confusion among our cities about do we have to completely get rid of our application and the standard application is the only thing we can use. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the standard application, we've been pushing it really for cities to accept it since 2014 when it was created by the South Carolina Business Licensing Officials Association. Mm -hmm. So we're still in, we're still encouraging that. So the only change here is before you you had the option of saying yes, we'll take the standard application or no, you have to use ours. And now if they bring you the standard application, you have you have to accept it. Mm -hmm. So the association has worked very hard with BLOA to make that happen. And the standard application is online and we're willing to send it out to you if you need it in a PDF or, or some other version, just contact us. So the standard application has the same goal as the standard due date in terms of what Act 176 accomplishes. It makes things it makes things easier for businesses to operate in multiple jurisdictions and all the cities, towns, and counties that collect a business license tax. Yeah, so back to you know what we were saying earlier and what we've been saying all along, the whole goal was to make it easier for businesses. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a business and I, especially for businesses that operate in multiple cities, right? If I'm a business and I operate in 20 different cities, maybe I'm a landscaper and I, I travel the entire middle of the state, mm -hmm. or maybe I'm a Dollar General and I'm applying for the same license in multiple cities because I work at Dollar General Corporate, or, mm -hmm. you know, it's for everyone. And it primarily makes it easier for businesses that operate in multiple cities. But I think what we need to keep in mind is, you know, I'm hearing from cities, this is not making it easier on me in some in some cases and I get that you know mm -hmm. but the goal with the standardization is to simplify the process so if I'm a business user I can take one application to multiple cities I don't have to go to that city find the application fill it out and then find a different application and fill it out does that make sense and then two like I was saying I know that it's always due April 30th from now on mm -hmm. Um, I'm not having to look up different jurisdictions or keep a timeline for different cities and counties. It's always April 30th. I can always turn in this one application. Now, what I should have mentioned about the standard application is that Act 176 mandates that uh, South Carolina Revenue and Fiscal Affairs Office sign off on that. Mm -hmm. So even though BLOA kind of helped to develop it and the association put it all together, it always has to be approved by South Carolina RFA. And... You talk about the overall process that the business licensing officials are going through to achieve compliance this year. And as I mentioned at the beginning, these elements we're talking about here, the standard license period, standard due date, and standard application, these are parts of the overall work that cities and towns are need to be doing this year. Yes. So could you talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so like Russell said earlier, if you go to www.masc.sc and type in keyword standardization, you will see we've tried to simplify it and put all the steps out there for mm -hmm. you to make the process easier. There are seven steps. There are seven steps. We uh, tried to break it down in bite-sized pieces to mm -hmm. make it digestible. But... I have had cities myself, and I know others who've heard from cities that said, oh, we've already done these things. We don't need to do them. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, and that's not right. You know, even if you rebalanced in prior years and you're using the most updated class schedule you can have, you still have to follow these steps because mm -hmm. there's another rebalancing and there's another class schedule. For everyone, at the very least, Act 176 mandates that you rebalance. Rebalancing used to have a different meaning when we were talking about it in prior years. Now when we say rebalance, we mean whatever you collect beginning May 1st, 2022 on for business licenses for that license period beginning May 1 of 2022, it has to be revenue neutral to what you collected in your 2020 license period. And that so, is a specific provision in Act 176. Yes, it yeah. is. So at the very least, you need to be doing those things. Um, but like I said, if you think that there is nothing you need to do, you're wrong. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know a better way to say it. Like, please, There is, please. in fact, something you need to do. Yes. Even if it's minimal things. Like, we have been working hard to contact you and say, everyone has to do something. I can't stress that enough. Please don't wait till the last minute to try and do these things. But if you are on the standard license, you're great. If you're not, your first step is figuring out how to convert. We have, a, we have recently developed a model ordinance to help you do that. We have language for you. Now you're going to have to look at all your data, make sure you're using updated NAICS, make sure that you rebalance, like I mentioned, about revenue neutrality. There is a new class schedule. There's a new model ordinance that is very different from the other model ordinance. And there's specifics in another podcast with Eric Scheidel and I about those changes. Mm -hmm. um, and then you need to set up an online account for the online portal because it's mandated by state law that you use the online portal. Mm -hmm. Now, much like the standard application, you don't have to only use the portal, just like you don't have to only use the application. But we're saying if they renew through the portal, you have to accept it. It's mm -hmm. not an option. Um, and then I'm sure some of you are thinking, how in the world do I explain all of this to my businesses? And step seven on the website is all the language out there for you to explain this to your council, to businesses, to internal staff members, and to media. So... Every, the the points to make when reaching out to your various stakeholders. Yes, yes. And if you look at this website and you're so overwhelmed and you're like, how do I even begin? On the left-hand side of that webpage, you're going to see a list that says business license liaison. Is that the right language, Russell? Yes, the, the, uh, we've called them the liaisons. Basically, the, the people on the association staff who they have each a list of cities that they are working with. Yes. So we we have every city in South Carolina that has a local business license, we have div divvied those up among mm -hmm. staff members and assigned them. So you have a designated staff person who is your contact to answer all your questions. And so if they don't know the answer, they're going to reach out to me or Fran Adcock or Melissa Harrell or Eric Buds or someone on staff and mm -hmm. get the correct answer for you. But how many, how many cities and towns are on your list? Uh, right now I... Actually, Melissa has the most because that's her whole job at the moment. Mm -hmm. The rest of us have around 30. Mm -hmm. But yes, th those are all the things. Um, I know this was primarily about the application and the, the due date and all that, but I can't stress enough the importance of the process and that everybody has something they need to do. Mm -hmm. So Bef please, please get on it. Before 2022. Yes. Really bad December of this year. You yeah. need to be having it done. <laughs> Well, we've plugged all of the business license standardization resources available on the website. 
And I should also take a moment to point out that uh, business licensing is going to be one of the topics discussed during the second day of the Municipal Association's annual meeting happening July 22nd to 24th on Hilton Head Island. There's going to be a session on the 23rd that will give people an update on the legislative session for 2021, and we'll also cover many of the issues involved in achieving compliance with Act 176. Information on the annual meeting is also available on the website, uh, www.masc.sc. Well, Caitlin, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us and talk about all of this. Yeah, thanks for your time, Russell. Thanks for letting me speak about all these important things that we're doing this year. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.